Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. More competition for more. Why is there smoke coming out of your oven, Seymour? Can you get me a fizzy orange? I'm just getting to yoga. Yeah, bitch! Well, hello there. You probably didn't expect to hear our voice. I'm Emma Dorn, one of the hosts of Telebox. Let me introduce my lovely co-host, the wonderful Jen Hatton. Hiya, Jen. Hiya, Emma. Now, what is Telebox, you might be asking? Telebox is a TV podcast that Emma and I have been making, and we want to share some of the best bits with you, the Strawberry Alarm Clock podcast listeners. That's right. Here chats with the likes of Des Bishop, Joanne McNally, Jason Byrne, and plenty more along the way. Now, before we hear from some of Ireland's leading comedians about their favourite TV shows of all time, we want to say thank you to Just Eat for sponsoring Telebox. They are Ireland's leading online food ordering and delivery app with over 40 cuisines and 3,000 restaurants to choose from. Download the Just Eat app now and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants delivered straight to your door. Give somebody say, just eat. Up next, our very special guest, which we are very, very excited about, is only the fabulous, the wonderful, the extreme, Davina Divine. Oh my God, that's the best intro I've had all week because I've had some <laughs> of these. I've had some of these corporate clients reading my bio off my website, which is very like you know yourself. You know when you're writing out your own CV, oh, very detailed. So that was a nice little refreshing to the point poignant moment so thank you nice to be here girls how are you you're welcome thanks for coming we're delighted to have you on i go anywhere (laughs) (laughs) thank god thank god for us yeah exactly exactly go on tell us what's your favorite tv show and why oh god well there's been so many okay so i was thinking about this and and like currently I love The Real Housewives and they're amazing and I, and I love that. But I was trying to go a little bit deeper and I was trying to give you a little bit of something, a little bit of substance. And I was like, who at the crux of you, you know, what was just the first thing that really stuck in your mind that you were obsessed with? And I know you're actually going to think this is so mental, right? But I used to be obsessed with this show. It was really famous. It's called Prisoner Cell Block H. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Okay, so no. you, know, you know Wentworth, the show Wentworth. Yeah. Right. So Wentworth was actually based on Prisoner Cell Block H. Okay. So this was like a show. It was actually filmed in Australia, like on a really small budget. It was like it was like a soap opera set in a prison. Okay. <laughs> so it was Prisoner Cell Block H. So Wentworth is basically the reincarnation of it. The same character, same everything. But what I loved about it was just the rickety old sets. Like I start watching it, like I was a kid in the 90s, so I hated school, like I hated it. And this was always on really late at night. So I would beg my mom, can I stay up to watch Prisoner? It was called Prisoner over here, it wasn't Cell Block H, because I think it was shown on UTV. And I think with all the Cell Block stuff, you know, up the north, I think it was just- (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag too soon, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. hashtag like peace process. So I think- (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so, <laughs> so 
it used to be on really late. It was either on at like 10 past 11 or it was on 10 past 12. And it was on about three times a week. And it was about this women's prison in Australia where they throw murderers in with petty thieves, like, you know, serious criminals, like, you know, like child murderers in with like someone who robbed a handbag. They'd all be in the same <laughs> wing. You know what I mean? like, it was so ridiculous. But it was so dramatic, so camp. And they re-showed it like basically the 80s and 90s and I was obsessed with it when I was a kid. So that's my favourite. Do you know what? I remember this show a little bit and I remember the characters in it. Like they weren't kind of like, you know, catching up on their stitching and like, you know, making crafts and stuff. There was, it was kicking off all the time. Oh, it was the best. It was like, and you know, like there was everything happened. Like there was escapes. There was like fires. There was like, and there was always one called, the. she was like the top dog in the prison and she was B. Smith. And I think this has kind of shaped my whole life because I kind of, the drag queens are a little bit like this now. You know, like somebody works in the laundry and she does the hot press and she's like, you know, like she had the top job. And you know, like if anyone got out of line, she'd put their hands in it and she'd slam their hands in it. So (laughs) it's, it's... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. So it would go really dark and really light. And of course, half the cast of Neighbours and Home and Away started off in this. And what I loved about <laughs> it was as well, none of the girls wore makeup. They weren't because they were in prison. So they weren't allowed to wear makeup. And some of them were rough as fucking nails. Good God. <laughs> they were so rough. And I loved it. Like the rougher, the better. It was so good. But literally, like say the men's prison, there would be like an escape or something happened. So they put the men in with the women. So there'd be like love affairs and all going on. It was non-stop. It was really insane. But I loved it. This sounds amazing. I want to watch this. Oh, my God. So there was like hundreds and hundreds of episodes. And it was like every time there'd be like somebody that would like, you know, they'd close the gate. The wall would shake, you know, because it was just the set was so. I love it. And all the episodes, I think, are on YouTube. So people can actually cast. But the storylines were actually brilliant. Like they were so ahead of their time. And what I loved about it was. Um, it used to be on UTV, you know, RUTV, the UTV <laughs> up north with Argelian. No, with Argelian. What about Literally. <laughs> and I was hooked. So I used to like, even when I'd be like told to go to bed, I'd get up out of bed and I'd be like, I'm going to watch Prisoner. So what did happen about it was like, there was this really crooked uh, lesbian. She was real kind of, she always put on her glo- black glove and you knew something really freaky was going to happen when she put on the black gloves. Like seriously, it was like that, like creepy, but it was so camp. So she was going to get her big comeuppance and I was glued to this. I would watch this two, three times a week. And then, of course, UTV just stopped paying to show it. So they took it off air. So we just <gasps> ended. So I was like 13 and it just ended. So I had no expectation of what was like. I was like, oh my God, you're kidding me. I'm taking it off. Um, and oh, yeah, so yeah. That's terrible. Did Not you one- see any of those people on home away or neighbors or anything yeah oh my god like you know like in neighbors like susan kennedy from neighbors she was like she was this real meek kind of character there was madge bishop remember madge from neighbors yeah yeah literally every nearly every australian soap star has been in prison that's where they kind of started out and what i loved about it was there was always different kinds of women in the prison there was like the real like kind of like heavy like you know, lesbian types that I'd like bait you if you said that now a line. <laughs> then they'd be yeah. like, I, I of course loved. There was this one. She was called Chrissy Latham. I never, I'd never forget her. And she was like the sexy kind of like slutty prisoner. So she got to wear short skirts, which is so ridiculous. <laughs> and she always had a Farrah Fawcett kind of haircut. Like this show is literally, it's like the Australian kind of like dynasty, but it was set in a prison, a women's prison. Really great female leads. Um, and of course now Wentworth is actually like based on that now and I haven't watched Wentworth because it's just the production values is too high I would rather it was 
the crap that I saw, you know, like where they have yeah. to mix the old trays and yeah, so I loved it. I loved it. You love the carnage of it. When internet came around and dial up kind of yeah. died down and we got broadband, mm-hmm. did you ever conclude your, your watching of the show? Did you get to see it? Yeah, yeah, because it was only like they start selling um the DVD box set because it became a really cult classic. Like still to this day, like they have like prisoner get togethers, prisoner lunches. People are obsessed with this still to this day. It's mental. Um, and a lot of the cast now, I've only noticed, I saw there a couple of weeks ago, some of the cast starting to die off because <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, but it was a real cult <laughs> classic. So people used to sell like they, I, sw- I know, I know that sounds mental, but like it was filmed like a long time ago. I don't mean that, like I'm not laughing, like they were actually yeah. bad. But uh, yeah, so they used to sell like the box sets and they were like, you know, like 400, 500 quid or whatever. I didn't have that kind of money. So then when it all came onto YouTube, all the episodes are up there. So I finally got to see what happened at the end. And the they basically got the big kind of like, you know, aggressive, evil lesbian screw who was like, you know, doing everyone over. They got her, they stitched her up proper and she ended up getting sent down and she ended up in prison with them. And that was the end. So it was really poignant and I loved it. It was so camp. Even if you watch some of the like the highlights, it's hilarious. So funny. Yeah, it does sound really ahead of its time. Do you think yeah. like the writers from Orange is the New Black and stuff took Absolutely. a sneaky look? And like Bad Girls, like it was literally, you remember Bad Girls back in the day? Yeah. Bad Girls was an amazing show as well. It was literally like that, but just like on maybe like a two euro shop budget. So it was yeah. just like very rickety. Um, but that was part of the charm. And the actors in it themselves, like they hadn't really got much to go on and they didn't wear makeup and the costumes were really crap. They wore the same things every day. But it just was, it just always sticks in my head because it was so dramatic. It was like, you know, I know prison must be a terrible place to be, but it was, it kind of made it seem a bit glam, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's probably done me uh, no favours in my life, in my career choices, but you listen. <laughs> well, listen, thanks, Emil. I'm definitely going to check because I, do you know, as you're talking about now, I'm starting to remember it and I remember all the drama yeah. films, so I'm definitely going to go. You know, a little binge. Really every Australian uh, actress you will like, you will totally know and recognize. And so it's, it's honestly, even just for the, the gas and stuff at all, it's really, yeah. it's well worth a watch. Oh, deadly. Well, listen, thanks to Bill for coming on. And no, um, we'll see you soon. Thanks to Bill. Yeah. Thanks, guys. thanks a million. Thank Bye. Did somebody say, just be. Now, this podcast is all about telly, but we both know when you're watching TV, you can't underestimate just how important it is to match your TV watching to the plate of food in front of you. Exactly. And thankfully, Justy has over 40 cuisines and 3,000 restaurants to choose from, from the top of an app. It's vitally important, though, because say if you're watching a horror or true crime, you can't have something that's sloppy, something that needs your attention. No, exactly. Yeah. Or or anything too bitty either if you need to keep looking at the screen you can't be scraping up the last few bits of rice do you know you need something hearty something big like a big smoked cod or a slice of pizza exactly and if you're watching a comedy pizza's perfect and if you're having different dips and you've got Mm. different sides that's absolutely grand but i think you can even match the dish to the show as well can't you you can so like if you're watching something and it's nearly making you crave whatever they have on the tv like deep fried chicken would be a good one for breaking bad oh yeah or say like a little fancy lunchtime baguette with emily in paris very inspired or the van could just be yeah (laughs) fish and chips yeah Yeah. a bit Mm. bit of nappy (laughs) 
<laughs> so make sure you don't leave yourself short during your TV nights. Download the Just Eat app and choose from hundreds of your favourite local takeaway restaurants delivered straight to your door. Now, I know you cynics out there are going to say it was a meteor, it was a space station, it was a UFO. And it was a magical experience. And no one can take that away from me. Hi, I'm Danny Doyle. Welcome to Jackass. Now, this is the part of the podcast where Emmett and I really get the claws out and judge you, the listeners, on your responses to our Teletalks questions each week. Yes, and last week we were looking at some truly cringeworthy Irish reality shows. We had Fade Street, California, Eurostar. They all made the cut into the Hall of Fame. This week we asked you what was the most disappointing ending of a TV show and uh, we got a huge reaction. A huge one. Do you have a personal one? I have a personal one, yeah. And it was a few years ago. It was a TV show called uh, Amber on RT and it was about uh, a teenage girl that went missing. So, you know, fictional Mm. but was um, like it was a drama. It was meant to be like, you know, kind of a totally plausible real story. So we, it was all building up to what happened to her. That was mm. it. It was all building up to what happened to her. We were starting to get insights into her life, aspects of her life. The parents didn't know about things that were going on with the parents that, you know, may not have necessarily been out in the open. It's all getting build up, build up, build up. And then the last episode, you're like, here we go. We're going to find out. It's up to the wire and everybody. You're like, no, nah, no, nah, they'll knock it out. They're going to they're gonna tell mm. us. And. It ends with her just walking into the distance and fading away. Like um, in a real artsy way. Yeah, just like like literally disappearing. And there was uproar over. Like I was shouting. I was so <laughs> angry about it. People who got in touch um, on Instagram, a couple of people were telling me that uh, it was on Joe Duffy. Wow. And that, not that that's the metric for everything. Like if it's on Joe Duffy, it must be like, you know, a national crisis mm. I'm not saying that but <laughs> I think 99% of people who watched it were up in arms about the ending because it was only four episodes you so you really yeah. were led to believe you were going to find out what happened I watched it myself I, I remember watching it and it was like that it was a real artsy ending it was like all right we see what you're doing but like give us an ending they might as well just had like the kind of like little dream effect on it you know what I mean like, yeah. like I know it, it was all a dream yeah did you have a show in particular that broke your heart? I, The Fall. With Jamie. With Jamie Jornan. I feel like they dragged it and they just could have done without that end. And I think, because I don't want to spoil it for anyone, obviously, but he he's a criminal. He gets caught at some stage. They just don't really need to show anything after that. And the way that it ends, it's like, ah. Yeah, I like it. There was a lot of time spent with him in the hospital mm-hmm. claiming that yeah. he didn't have any memory. And we're yeah. kind of like, yeah, we, we've covered this now. Exactly. Like there was just no need. There was no... The bit in the woods, Jen, what was that all about? The bit in the woods, which I thought was actually going to be... Because... That was a, a, like a point in the show where I was like, oh, they're not going to end this. Like, well, then you knew they're dragging this yeah, now. They're dragging it out <laughs> to the point where they get Ashling B in as a nurse, you know? And yeah, like, some Holy Joe nurse, yeah. 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 We have to do, so, we're going to develop her character now. You're like, oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, here we are. Yeah, exactly. And she's just as tight. She's just as tight. Um. Some of the ones that came into us, though, as you were saying in the box, some people were messaging you on Instagram. I'd have to say about 
85% of responses that I got was about Game of Thrones. Yeah. Some people I just got GOT. Some people mm. just is like uh, quite expressive, shall we say, about the series. Like as <laughs> if I had been involved in the production myself. I was like, yeah. I just asked the question. I didn't watch it. So like mm. I'm so out of touch with Game of Thrones because I think it was so big that you were either into it or you weren't. There wasn't any mm. dipping in or dipping out of it. I, I couldn't. I did a thing recently and somebody, uh, I was told that Jon Snow was going to be in it. And I was like, oh, that's deadly. Like, see, like you're the owl lad from Channel 4. I was like, didn't know he did the bit of acting. <laughs> I was like, but you look same as myself. And then I was like, no, Game of Thrones. And then, they called oh, him by his, his character uh, name. Who no, it was that? just... <laughs> I mean, see, it was just because the person who was telling me just assumed that everyone in the whole entire world oh, knew yeah. the character okay. Jon Snow that I would know. So I was like, oh, yeah, deadly. Yeah. But you watched it, did you? I did. I watched it. Now, I was late to it, but I did catch up at a time where the, it was still going. So I think they were on series three and I had kind of caught up on all of the episodes. Like, their their seasons were quite short. They weren't that long the last season was the shortest I think and they it's like it's one of those things that has loads of characters so you really have to keep up like you couldn't be eating a Chinese watching that you know what I mean because you couldn't look away from the screen how anybody read them books Jen Hatton could never like I just there's no yeah. way I couldn't I yeah. I just couldn't because you're you're dealing with all these different countries and families and then there's blended families and leaders there's loads of different leaders and uh, it's it's mad but um I suppose the reason why a lot of people were disappointed with it was because you had big characters in it but one of the main ones was the mother of dragons she was kind of the only female well she wasn't really there was two of them um, but she was like the favourite to be the leader at the end of it all. And then it just kind of took a turn. And it was like they rushed the last season. And it took long enough for the last season to come out. I think they delayed that by a year or two. So it was right. like it was really built up. And now that it's ended and everybody hates them, they're trying to do a prequel or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I see. That's it. I think if if you really make people wait for the last series, there's big expectations there. mm that you no, kind I can of see. have to deliver. Another one on the list, Lost. Mm. Now, I remember this back in the day because it was a huge show because am I right in thinking that at the time it was one of the first shows that was like really different. So I think we'd had like up until that point, we'd had a lot, lot of like uh, sitcoms filmed mm. in studios. Um, So I watched it at the start but then I was just like, no, mm. I, I, I stepped away from it because I was like, there's nothing actually going on here. There's nothing happening. I know a few mates got really deep into it mm. and then were annoyed that it just nothing happened. Yeah, apparently it was, I didn't watch it now either, but it was one of those that kind of just went on for ages um, and they kind of, they dragged it. But yeah, right, it is, it was one of those ones where they were just kind of starting to do like series. Like Desperate Housewives would have been out at the same time. Yeah. I think around that time, you know, so they were starting with all of those kind of long, longer shows. Yeah, so, definitely. Mm, yeah, but I can't watch it now because I know how it ends because everybody's complained about it. So there you go. One of the yeah, worst endings of TV at all time. I feel Telebox is kind of doing like a public service now, just warning people, like if you were thinking about, 
come and watch and lost over lockdown don't bother don't bother and you're welcome yeah exactly <laughs> our pleasure uh, exactly uh, another one pop idol season one Garrett Gates versus Will Young. This was massive at the time. And I don't think they realised just how big the show was going to be. Because obviously this, mm. this is the first series. This is the first time this was happening. And I think everyone was convinced that Garrett, like fair play to you, Will. Thanks for coming. Do yes. wish you the very best. <laughs> Do wish you the best. But I think like Garrett will take it from here. And then that's not how it happened. Exactly. I, I Everybody was shocked that Will Young won because it was just, it was, it was like black and white. It was like, Garrett Gates, he's good looking. He has the story. He's talented. He ticks all the boxes. I sound like Louis Walter. You're talented. You're fun. You've gel in your hair. You're gorgeous. You've a split in your teeth. You've a stutter. Whereas Will Young had like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. He was so boring. He, he was just so boring. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to find out about him. And then when he won, I think everyone was shocked. Judges, everyone. But they kind of, like, he won, but it was kind of the first time that we saw them just kind of saying, uh, we'll, we'll bring the runner-up along for the ride as well. Because yeah. the two of them, like, ended up going on, like, the TV shows together and like you know going around mm. to the shopping centers and giving it the old wave and all um they're still kind of paved. around aren't they yeah Ish. yeah I, I don't know i haven't thought about them in years to be honest he kind of paved the way though as the runner-up for them to be more successful than the winner in these types of franchises yes it did definitely that it, it doesn't actually matter if you win mm. like i mean look at wagner do you know what i mean That's... <laughs> he's flying it that's, you know, yeah, he's flying. He is flying. Yeah. But then you have to think of the other big people that came as the runner-up and they just absolutely stole the show. You have Susan Boyle, One Direction. Like, you've all of these people. It's crazy to think of it now. Like, I remember, I don't know if you remember pubs, but I remember being in the pub. <laughs> the night what? What? of what? Susan what? P-U-B? Yeah. What, what does that sound yeah. for? <laughs> uh, something in the olden days, but it was Susan Boyle and diversity. That oh, yeah. Was, yeah. So, in, like, do you know, in fairness to the talent shows, as we discovered last week, they're still mm. good for a watch and you never know what's going to happen in the end. And it's the tension, really. Yeah. The tension. I mean, I don't think anybody has ever felt as tense watching Wagner shaking his bits around the stage. <laughs> Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Three, two, one, zero. All engine running. It's 40 years since the launch of Apollo 17, the last mission that took man to the moon. Among those remembering the flight, it's Commander Enterprise. It's Commander who said he thought his voyage, I beg your pardon, I beg your pardon. I'll try that again. A man has, can we just go back to the very start of that? It's 40 years since the launch of Apollo 17, the last mission that took man to the moon.